the MDT Podcast. Welcome to the MDT. I'm Ian Wilkinson and I'm a consultant director from Down in Surrey. And today's episode is an introduction to what we're going to do over the next few weeks. So a bit of 20 weeks. And this is series 11 of the MDT. So if you've not heard what we do before, go back to series one and work your way through. Um, There's 100 episodes there. And we look at or previously, we have looked at one topic, every podcast uh, pertaining to the care and management of older people. And we're designed for health and social care professionals. And it's a free educational resource. But this year, things are going to look a little bit different, and I've got a couple of new people to introduce you to. Um, So the first person I'm going to introduce you to is uh, Georgie. Hello. Um, My name is Georgie. I'm a teaching fellow with the MTT podcast here at East Surrey. Um, I'm a paramedic by clinical background. So before I did this job, I worked in pre-hospital care for an NHS ambulance service. But now I'm here working with Dr. Wilkinson doing this. Fantastic. And then the second person is Stephen. Hi, I'm Stephen and I'm the other teaching fellow working with the MDT podcast team this year. I'm a doctor who's worked in the field of elderly care medicine for the past three years. Up until a couple of months ago, I'd been working in a frailty day assessment unit over in Northern Ireland. This was a day case unit for patients over 65 years old who were at least moderately frail. And we would assess each one of them with a comprehensive geriatric assessment from our whole in-house team that included doctors, nurses, frailty specialists, physios, occupational therapists, social workers, pharmacists, and lots more. Prior to that job, I'd never worked in that kind of environment. I'd never really seen holistic patient care done like that or done so well. And I'd never worked exclusively with older patients, but I loved it. And I caught the bug for elderly care medicine. And through seeing the benefits that these patients experienced in having such a focused and careful assessment done, I really got into that side of medicine. And I loved the fact that we could bring these patients back for reviews. If we had concerns, we could install on-the-day packages of care. We reviewed their medications. We tried to adapt their homes to reduce their risk of falls. And All of these things combined to sort of bring medicine to life for me in a way that it hadn't really been before. So it allowed me to see how much could be done to improve the lives of older people with that in-depth team-based effort and made me realize that I was keen to dive deeper into this type of work. And it was through doing that that made me think, oh, I'd like to try this elsewhere. And that's how I ended up in East Surrey. And I think Georgie and Stephen are going to bring unique insights and unique skill sets to this podcast. So what Georgie hasn't says is that she has an absolute passion for looking after older people in the community and is going to bring a whole different mindset to the way that we've developed the MDT. We've never had a paramedic on our faculty before. We've got physiotherapists, we've got social workers, we've got pharmacists, we've got doctors, we've got nurses, we've got occupational therapists, but we don't have a paramedic. We've never had a paramedic, but we now do. And it's really, really exciting. And the the origin of the MDT was all about how we could foster uh, multi-professional learning and multidisciplinary working. Because we started off with this idea that we all look after older people together, but we all do our training separately. 
you know, and even in really well integrated units, often the doctors have their grand round sessions and the therapists will go off and do their teaching sessions and the nurses will have their study day updates and such like. And we, we often don't come together as a team to educate, yet we expect to work together as a team. And it's just bonkers. We have to work around how to fix that. And, and that's what, what we're going to do. So welcome to both of you. It's really exciting to have you on this project. Now, one of the most important things about uh, looking after older people is the process that you go through. And we've talked at length in the past. And if, you, if you're new to the podcast, I would encourage you to go back and uh, say, look at the first episode we did. And that was on comprehensive geriatric assessment, CGA, that we say for short. And this is really remains, well, it's our most listened to episode. I think it sets out our stall for how the uh, podcast will run. And those of you that are, uh, are thoughtful about this, what you'll see is that the beginning episode of each series that we've done is kind of the core topics. And then we explore other things in the other episodes. But the first, you know, series 1.1, series 2.1, series 3.1, series 4.1. If you listen just to the first episodes of each episode of, of each series, they're going to give you a really good insight to, the, to what the MDT is, how to look after older people. And we need skills from a whole range of different people in order to do that. It's not a one-person thing. You can't just do it as a doctor. You can't just do it as a paramedic or a nurse or a physio. You actually need everyone to work together. However, one of the recurring issues that we hear from members of our team in the hospital on a regular basis when we talk about how CGAs could be done better is not understanding fully what each of the other team members actually do on a typical day. So in my work as a doctor, I might cross paths with a physio when I'm asking them a question about a patient's mobility, or I might cross paths with a speech and language therapist when I'm getting them to assess an older patient's swallow, but I don't necessarily know what they spend the rest of their day doing. And by not understanding their role fully, I feel that I'm not fully taking advantage of all the things that they can bring to the team, that by understanding how everybody else works within the team we can be better as a collective MDT and looking after our patients. So after 100 episodes and picking apart in detail some of the biggest issues that can affect older people, we're going to spend Series 11 enjoying a day in the life of each different member of the MDT looking after older people. So throughout the series, we'll be looking at what life's like for lots of different health professionals. But we won't tell you who just yet. We'll keep that a surprise. But we've given you a clue earlier on. Any predictions on who else you might want us to feature? Um, do you get in touch with us? So to give you an idea of all the healthcare staff that older patients encounter, and for us to all learn what each member of the MDT does, we're going to follow a patient's journey, starting at the pre-hospital all the way through to discharge. It can be a really daunting experience for patients to leave their homes, come into hospital, especially when they're really unwell um, and often a little bit disorientated. So this is a good time to introduce our case study. So this is the patient that we're going to be referring back to uh, through the entire course of the series. And we're going to really follow them on their journey through the time in the hospital. Now, we should say that we're very conscious that you can spend a day in the life of, for example, a doctor in a hospital. And that will be very different to a day in the life of a doctor working out in the community. And so this first series of 10 episodes, everyone that we follow, by and large, is going to have an acute hospital type role. We will then go on and do another series 
focusing on the community role. So those of you that work out in the community, we have not forgotten you. We are going to cover you in detail, but we're going to do it separately so that we do full justice to both different aspects of our professions. So our patient is Jean. Jean lives alone with her dog after her husband unfortunately passed away about five years ago. She lives in a two-storey house with an upstairs bedroom and bathroom and has got no care package. She uses a walking stick outside the house, but inside she holds on to furniture and she furniture walks. She's got one handrail on the left-hand side of her staircase, but no stair lift. She's got mild dementia, and this was recently diagnosed in a memory clinic. But she's also got Parkinson's disease. So Jean one day has a fall at home. She falls at 4am in the bathroom and she's found at about 7am by her neighbour who hears her banging on the wall. Now Jean is about to realise the vast number of people and professionals she's going to come into contact with over the coming days and weeks. Just imagine you're Jean for a moment. One minute you're lying on the bathroom floor, the next you're being put in an ambulance and driven on a bumpy road down to the hospital. Then you arrive in a noisy ED department where the more strange faces come and speak to you from behind masks. It's all a bit confusing and overwhelming. One person comes and checks your blood pressure. Then another comes and takes blood tests from your arm. Someone else brings you through to a room around the corner for an x-ray. You're eventually moved to a ward where you're placed in a bay with five other people you've never seen before. Some people in uniform come around to talk to you each day. One listens to your chest. Another asks you to stand up and walk with a frame you've never needed before. A different person asks you how your furniture is laid out at home before someone else does a memory test with you. Someone then watches you drink some fluid to assess your swallow. And another person comes to ask you about all the different medicines you take each morning. It's mentally draining. And if you didn't feel a bit confused before coming in, you probably do now. So many different faces. It's difficult to remember who's who or what each of them are trying to do for you. This is often what the journey through hospital can feel like for an older patient. And this is the journey that Jean is just about to embark on. Because of this, we're going to structure our new series in a way that takes away the unknowns and helps us all as health professionals. And also if you're a patient or a family member, um, you can see what the rest of the team does to look after these older adults. We're going to walk one step at a time from each member. So each episode will focus on a different member of the MDT, right from um, admission all the way back to discharge and then into the community next series. So now, in order to guess and to work out who the first person that Jean is going to come in contact with. The MDT podcast. Now it's time for the MDT Zone, our casually titled MDT Guessing Game. And in this series, each of the clues is going to be a cryptic clue. So they're not going to be easy. We've done cryptic clues before. We're okay with this. We all know what we're doing. Um, and they are going to lead on to the person that Jean will contact and be in touch with in the next episode, who we're going to spend a day in the life of. So for the first MDT Zone, the clue is... The not always green clad grandchildren of an ex-prime minister float down to help Jean. I can say that again because there's quite a lot in there. So that clue again was the not always green clad grandchildren of an ex-prime minister float down to help Jean. So your thoughts, please use the hashtag MDTeaser. The first people that get it right, we will send you an MDT mug that you can uh, proudly show off in your workplace. 
You can get in touch with us via Twitter at MDT underscore podcast on facebook.com forward slash MDT podcast or via our new and exciting web link, which Stephen is what? www.mdtpodcast.co.uk. Fantastic. And Jean's MDT will reconvene in one week time for the first person that she comes into contact with. The MDT Podcast 